continue our continue our um, series from the book of Acts chapter one. I think what part are we in now? I think eh? is it ten? Uh, what part are we? How many times have I taught this? Maybe 10, right? Yeah. There about. Is it 10? All right. So we will continue that. I hope we can get to a point where we can now look at Numbers um, 11, Numbers 12. Then hopefully we can look at Luke 9. That's the um, expected roadmap for today's Bible study. And um, um, we would also uh, adjust to whatever whatever direction the Holy Spirit um, breeds. Amen. Amen. Are you set? All right. So, um, then returned, I mean, 12, then returned they unto Jerusalem from the Mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem. A Sabbath day journey, and when they were coming, they went up into an upper room where they abode Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, the Simon the Zealots, Simon Zealots, and Judas, the brothers of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. We have really looked into all of this with the women. Um, Mary, the mother of Jesus, with his brethren. So we began, to, we began to see here, as the revival began to break out, we began to see um, um, the new, uh, new cells, new manifestations of life that we didn't see before. Uh, we began to see them breaking the barriers of culture. Huh? We began to see that for the first time they began to count. We began to see strange things. For one, we began to see Jesus' brother, you know, getting committed to the work of the ministry and joining the apostles. We saw Jesus' mother also in this list. And we began to see what we would ordinarily not see. Are you together with me? And then the point I made from this was that whenever there is a move of the Spirit, what we did not even, what we didn't even imagine... Uh, will begin to manifest. Yeah. And then we'll begin to see life in places where we never thought life could come out of. Uh? Things that were, that would formerly be regarded as not useful and become useful. Uh? That's what revival does. What people have dumped as waste. And that's why whenever somebody is, is on fire for the Lord, there is no wastage in his hands. That's one of the signs of life. Nothing is too small and nothing is what useless with you. You become, you become the value of things. You become what? You are the value of things. So even if a thing didn't have value, so far it's in your hand, it becomes valuable. That's why sometimes when you look at a couple that, that don't have enough financially, if, if they have revival, people will not know. And if there's a couple that don't have revival, and they even have more than other couples, they will complain. They will talk about their lack. 
Are you together with me? Not knowing that the real lack is inside. Huh? When, when there is no revival in your life, you have reasons to complain. Are you together with me? And then you will think if there's more external provision that you'll be happy. Not knowing that the unhappiness is follow come, is from within. Original uh, charger, you know, <laughs> charging your unhappiness for you. Are we together, friends? So, so when there is revival, when you carry, when you carry the spirit of revival, um, you, you really make excuses. Yeah, you really make excuses. That's how to know whether you are in revival or not. When you notice that you complain a lot, you are not in revival, you need an encounter. Huh? You see, when a pastor doesn't have an encounter, somebody who God has called doesn't have an encounter, he will be aware that, that halls are expensive. He will be aware that halls are expensive to start a church. He will be so aware and he will be wondering, how will I get money to get a hall? You know, that's because he's not in a revival. When he's in a revival, under the tree will be, will be conducive. <laughs> you get the point? Now? Everywhere will just be conducive because he's the condition. Are we together here? So sometimes when you think God is not answering your prayer, you are wrong because the prayer you think needs to be answered is not the prayer that needs to be answered. Are you together with me? And um, sometimes your poverty is exaggerated. You understand? You have added the spiritual poverty to the physical one, so you exaggerate it. You are not as poor as you think. There are people poorer than you but happier than you. Are are you together with me? Praise God. Are we getting the point now? So I need you to appreciate where your complaint is coming from. It's not coming from lack. It's coming from spiritual deficiency. When you are complaining, it's not because you lack. It's because you lack the Holy Spirit. All complain. Eh? Are we together here? So what revival does is that it, it, new forms of life begin to manifest. New portals of life begins to germinate. Nothing, be, nothing is useless. Eh? Praise God. Are we together here? So we began to see this kind of things. We began to see Jesus' brothers, you know, just loving on the Lord. Now, that's strange. You get the point now. We began to see his mother, you know, praying in the name of Jesus Christ. And his brothers praying in the name of their brother. You can see that the barrier of bloodline have been dealt with. You know, revival gives you a supernatural vision. You, you no longer have the ability to see. You see, the way everybody sees, your sight is sharper, is deeper, is brighter, is truer, is accurate. Are we together here? Are my friends here? Are my friends here? I need you to understand revival. Praise God. Then it releases boldness in you to go to go a path that is not the popular or the general path. You see, not because you want to be different, but because you want to be true. You want to be true with what is inside you. Are we together here? Praise God.
And so we looked at that, and I want you to not forget that. Huh? I don't want you to ever forget that. Never in your life forget it, that, there is, that, that godliness is profitable, and its profit is for what? All things. That it, it fixes everything. Praise God. And so, the Bible now says that, and in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples, and then he said, the number, the num, and he said, and said, men and brethren, this scripture must needs, must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost, by the mouth of David, speak. Concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. Uh So in those days, Peter did what? He stood. And then he began to... Peter stood in the midst of the disciples and said, the number of names together were about an, an hundred and twenty, yeah? Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David speak before concerning Judas. Now, this scripture that Peter is quoting was written hundreds of years before this moment. Are we together here? But you see, what revival does is that revival brings the word to the now. Eh? And then we begin to see the very life of scripture come alive in our midst. Now you see, until that happens in our midst, we're not in the kingdom. We're not practically, are you getting my point now? We're not practically in the kingdom. You see, the practice of the kingdom is the living word in our midst. Don't forget that one of the main parables of the kingdom is that the sower went to sow seed. That if it's going to be the kingdom, it's going to be the word. Come alive. Are we, are we friends now? So we see Peter pointing to the exact place that the work of God was at. And it was, he pointed it and quoted it and said, now this is where we are. Isn't that powerful? Yes, I said, isn't that powerful? Yes, it says, this is the o'clock we are. This is not, this is not any BC or AD or whatever. We are in Psalms chapter so, 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 verse so, so, so. And we are going to see everything we saw in that verse. We are going to see it now. Now that's very powerful, friends. Friends, I said that's very powerful. Very powerful. Is that not very powerful? Is it not very powerful? Now, this look like how Jesus lived. Where he would say, this scripture is fulfilled before you. This scripture is fulfilled, and it came to pass. Now, I believe that we have to engage the Lord in a way where a scripture and scriptures will come alive. Not just come alive in understanding, but come alive in experience. We begin to experience, experience it. Are we here together? Speak before concerning Judas, which was God to them that took Jesus. 
Praise God. I think we've looked at, I looked at some stuffs here, and I spoke about how before revival, there's always something that looks like a loss. See, eh? just by the way, let me just say this to you, that if you look at loss closely and study loss, that every loss is pointing to an impending revival. I looked at this last week. I don't want to go into it again. That if you can understand that your loss is an opportunity to draw closer to God, that this scripture came alive because it's a scripture of the introduction of a new dimension in the apostolic eldership. But you see, that introduction, the new person that will be introduced, that will, that will comprise of the accurate tour foundation of the apostles, is not going to happen until a betrayal happens. Am I preaching here? Yes, so sometimes a betrayal or a loss is a pointer to the Lord doing a new thing. I need you to understand that. The reason this is so is because on the earth, death must precede life. And so many times God allows and permits a death experience because life is about to be born. Now the challenge many times is that whenever we're going through a death experience, we stay there. Instead of us to be like David who will say you will not allow your only one to see corruption, you not allow my soul to rot. In short. So it means that when there is sheol, which is death, when there is corruption, the response of God is that I will not allow your soul. Am I preaching here? That there is some levels of intensity that the spirit begins to, begins to engage you with when you are in a death experience. I mean, the move of God over your life is thickest when death is closest. Are we together, friend? Yes, sir, sir. And see, let me say this to you. Not a prophecy. No matter how sweet you are enjoying yourself now, Satan will come. Yeah. Satan will come. Pray that he never comes. Pray all those prayers. God will answer it. <laughs> but I tell you, Satan will come. There is no one person who has lived two days on earth Two days that doesn't have a testimony of a bad day. You will never meet anybody on earth that will tell you that from the one to last day it has been rosy. Have you met? Or are you the person you can say that? Who has had it rosy from the one to to today? Eh? Nobody. Even 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 uh, dollars uh, children talk about bad days. Are we together here? And Dangote's children. That's even naturally speaking. Those who have because they say money is everything. Those who have who, who have all the money still go through bouts of depression. Tough time. 
No matter how much you are angry when they tell you they are going through tough time, they are going through it. <laughs> how many of you have heard somebody telling you about it? I want this you to. <laughs> are my friends here? But, but I need you to appreciate, you know, uh, I, I think I shared it before. I had, I had the prophetic dream, I think it's a prophetic dream, where there was a discussion in a particular room, and um, it was as though people were saying their sides of a particular issue. People were saying their sides to it. And suddenly, everywhere kept, everywhere was silent, and then the Lord spoke from our midst. And then the word of the Lord, like verbally, zoomed on me. And God said his own side of the story. And after seeing his own side of the story, he said, I needed you to go through this death experience. He said, because after death, there's resurrection. And after now, you are coming into a higher level of life. Now, I'm not talking about the interpretation of the dream. I'm telling you what the Lord said in the dream. And I woke up. And so what I'm teaching, I'm teaching from the Bible, but I'm telling you some of them are experiences that I have had with the Lord. Are we here? Now, the reason why I'm emphasizing is that a lot of you waste your most precious moment. These are the things the apostles understood and they told us that count it all joy when you face diverse tribulation. For the trial of your what? Of your faith. Works patient. It means that the apostle that wrote that told us that scripture are we together, friends? Yes, Anytime he sees tribulation, he's excited. Praise God. Amen. Now, the reason why he has told you to count it all joy, because joy is meant to be spontaneous naturally. But this one is a revelation kind of joy. So he says you should count it as joy. You will naturally, you are the one that will say, this is joy. <laughs> <laughs> See, you must learn to do things you don't feel like doing. That's what makes you a Christian. A lot of you only put your feelings as what is accurate. No, many times your feelings are wrong. Sometimes you are happy when you should be joyful. You feel, rather, you are sad when you should be joyful. You feel sad. But in the, based on scripture, it's a, it's, see, this one, my brethren, count it all joy when you, how many of you feel like being joyful when you are in diverse? Don't use tribulation. Use the version that talks about trials. Because this one, you think it's temptation as per you are tempted to sin. No, this is not tempted to sin. This is problem. Wahala. <laughs> I listened to a Barangi song today and they started a song with Wahala. I said, what kind of? <laughs> I just, they don't play this song. Wahala. I said, ah. <laughs> So you count it all joy when you fall into one trial. Various. Various. So you, know, you need to know how to count. Now, a normal person will count this one as problem, but he says, no, count it joy. Are we together here? Yes, sir. Is anybody counting? Yes, sir. Think of a trial you are going through now, then decide to count it as part of joy. Yes, sir. Huh? Are you counting? Yes, sir. I can't hear you. I said, are you counting it? Yes, so count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing, you see that, not feeling. Huh? Not what? Feeling. Not feeling, knowing. You need to upgrade from just feeling to what? To knowing. 
knowing that the testing of your faith produces what? Patience. All right? But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You will be perfect. You will be perfect. So it's about you. So that problem is not about the problem. It's about what? You. There is a new you that is meant to emerge. A perfect you. A powerful you. An anointed you. A more mature you. Are we together here? Are you blessed by this? Now let's go back to our scripture. Acts chapter 1. So we see here that it was after the betrayal of Judas, betrayal of Jesus by Judas, are we together now, that um, this prophecy is about to be fulfilled. And this Judas was guide to them that took Jesus. I don't want to, there's a lot to share about that, but let me just leave it. And let's move so that we can achieve more today. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased the field with the reward of iniquity. And falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst. And all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem in as much as that field is called in their proper tongue, Asadama. That is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate. And let no man dwell therein and his Bishop recollect another take. Wherefore, of these men which have co- which have complained with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out amongst us. So we are going to readjust. There is a new introduction into the government of God's kingdom according to this scripture. We need to introduce somebody in because somebody has left. Now, the person we are going to introduce in is somebody that has accompanied us all the time. So you can see that heaven counts attendance. Are we together here? That heaven counts what? Attendance. That the attendance you are not counting, heaven is what is counted. Now, we need to study this revival because this is the first New Testament revival. If it's the first New Testament revival, there has to be pattern for revivals in it. Are we together now? Of these men which have accompanied with us all the time that Jesus now, when a move of the Spirit begins to happen, there's always going to be a call to gather. Are we together here? The Holy Spirit will call us together. Now, it is important. <laughs> oh my goodness. I pray God gives us utterance. Now, for for every move of the Holy Ghost, we all have portions in prophecy. You have a portion of it in what? In prophecy. That is to say the Lord wills that you carry a portion. Now, Tayo, come. If you are going to change your world, Tayo, you see, you are not going to change the world because you can teach. Or because all those things are okay. But if you are going to do anything of impact, it must be that God puts his spirit upon you for your generation. It's just that way. No matter how powerful a teacher is, if the Lord doesn't put his spirit upon him for that generation, 
his, his influence is extremely limited. Are you together with me? Now, have your seat. Now, when there is a move of the spirit, we all carry a portion in prophecy. That is to say, there is a dimension of that operation of the spirit. Are we here, friends? That you are meant to carry. You know, the Bible talks about there is an inheritance that is amongst the saints. And um, it's, it's, it's in, in revivals that are portions. And that's why every carrier, of, every carrier of the spirit will tell you a story of a season where they were participating in a move. All. There's nobody who carries anything that doesn't tell you about a move. It's not possible. It's not possible. Are we together here? And I will show you in the, new, I will show you in the old covenant. That's why I'm hoping we can get there. Are we together here? Now, when you look at the 12, the 12 were able to carry what they carried because they walked with Jesus. Are we together here? Now, they did not, they were, Jesus didn't pick them as anointed. He picked them ordinary. Are we together here? And um, in the process of walking with Jesus, they got the anointing. Are you together with me? And they changed their world. Now, in this particular scripture, it was now time for the second level of revival, which is the revival that was going to start with Jesus not being physically present. And um, the, the protocol of introduction, how to introduce one into that revival is that you must have been accompanying the apostles, or rather, accompanying Jesus with the apostles. That is to say, this guy was not part of the 12, but he was standing on the lines. What kind of man is this guy? Or what kind of people are this? That they are not part of the 12, but there's no time Jesus will look at his back and won't see them. You always see them. They don't have the honor of the 12. They don't have all the respect of the 12, but they are there. You see, if you are going to be in substitution list, you must be in training. They can't put you from, they can't, your coach cannot call you from home. I say, oh yeah, my boy, oh yeah, oh yeah, my boy. Your coach will not call you from home. And you know, you don't train less than those that are in starting level. There's no training for starting level, training for stop two. Everybody trains as if they are first level. Now, that's the only hope you have to enter first level. Are we together here? You see, because after God has chosen the first set, you are not sure if those are people you want to use. And some people are dying. The sidelines are the real plan. Are you together with me? You see, but there is a there is there is a there is a heart posture you must carry. You must follow hard, whether you are part of the twelve or not. Hmm? You must follow hard. So he said, "These men have been with us." Oh, so it means that. This portion we are talking about, <laughs> sometimes you can't collect it during SOD. It's not school of destiny. Eh? It's not, you can't just come to school of destiny, do crash everything in seven days, you carry it and go. No. 
It's not in the, it's not in one meeting. It's accumulated. Sometimes years accumulated. You didn't you didn't even know that there was anything that was special about your life. I didn't know when I met Jesus. I didn't know I'd be doing what I'm doing now. I just used to go every day. Every day they call for a meeting, I'm there. Sometimes I sleep off. Yeah. I sleep up in the vigil. I don't know what they are praying about. Because the, the prayers I first met were strange prayers. I, I didn't used to meet PK's vigils. PK would do 21 days vigil. January 2, January 2 to January 22 is 21 days or 23. As so it gives you January 1 to enjoy the new year. By 2, we fast every day for 21 days. And we have vigils every day. Yeah. We have vigils every day. I've never had that kind of training again. Mm. <laughs> Every day. I will do it twice a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, for 21 days. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 21 days. Then we do like monthly or, or one in three months. We do weed of change. That's three days. That's three days vigil, but that one is dry fasting. Yeah. <laughs> Your response is a shame on me. Because it means I've not taken you through things. <laughs> but those are the things I did. 21 days. It was the day I told you about the day I asked PK for counsel. And he said, before we cancel me, ever bottle, 50, the biggest one. He says, I should pour a 35 cl Coke inside and pour water inside. And I'll be drinking that daily for 12 days. That will be my food for 12 days. At the 12th day, I should call for cancer. And that, that is going to be a sign that I, I value what you will say to me. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how we agree. <laughs> that's how we agree. Not that the way you just talk on my office. Are you there? <laughs> I, want, I say, may I see you? I won't see you. I say, well, I see you. What's your idea? Yeah. Praying. Strange prayers. Somebody will be seeing a vision in Iran. I can't forget. So I'm in Iran. I'm in so, so street. There's a mission. They're about to kill him. Like him. He's seen the vision and they were praying. So let us pray. Let us pray. Like, I love it. Who are we praying for? <laughs> Some of the prayers, the week after, we see it in the newspaper. Yeah. So if you, have, if, if you have a portion in that kind of anointing, you have to be there all the time. All the time. There's no particular day to come. It's a heart that follows through, that it comes on. It's not a particular day. Now, I need to tell you this thing so that you won't, you won't be angry that you did not collect anything. So that you can know why you have not collected anything. It's not casual. You have to be rugged. Mm. See, they said that the guy must have been with us all the time. All the time. Sometimes they did not plan where he would sleep. Because they planned for the 12. They didn't plan for him. They would look for somewhere to sleep. Find that they have woken up. The guy was good. Something was just throwing him there. He would go again. And there are people like that. See, there were people like that, that after a while, they knew that they have collected freedom. Yeah. 
One day the disciples were doing stuff. They saw them. They were doing stuff. And just said, ah, who are you people? Are we together here? I thank God there's time. I really thank God. We have speed today. Are you blessed? Yes, or you're about to? Yes, you're blessed already. Yes, now give me Luke 9.50. You back it up a bit. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Back it up. Go back, go forward. Just go to 47. Just press one thing, let it go. The next one. The next one. Now, Jesus, John answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name. We forbade him because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, do not forbid him, for he who is not against us is on our side. Are you together? I'm going to explain this to us. Let's also check, um, let's check Mark 9. The same story, Mark 9, 40. Forty. You can back it up also. 39. Teacher, we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow us. Now, these people had already got their, they, you see, how did they know his name? Through following. How did they know? To, it, it was, it's, not a, it's not in the Torah that you cast out demon in Jesus' name. So it was through following they found it out. Am I, are we preaching here? So you can see that you, the thing is caught. You, you catch it. Numbers 11. Let's start from 16. So the Lord said to Moses, gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that I may stand, I may stand there with you. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit that is upon you, you see, and I will put the same upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that you may not bear it yourself alone. So we see two things here. We're going to we see here spirit and burden. Huh? What did we see here? Spirit and what? And burden. So you can see that ah, that the spirit. Hear me, friends. It's not. It's not for form. And it's not first about power. 
The power is tool for executing burden. Are you together with me? Now, sometimes at the early stage, what the people see is the power, the glitz, the glam, and the, all of that, and they enjoy it. But no. The origin of that thing is burden. There is a hurtful matter, a painful matter in God's heart. Are you together with me? That he puts on his prophet. So the prophet carries the spirit and also carries the burden. You see, but God wants not only the prophet to carry the spirit and the burden, he wants the, he needs a prophetic company, are you together with me, that can also carry the spirit and the burden. Now see friends, now there are different levels of hearts in this church for example. Some people enjoy the music. Enjoy the music. Enjoy the oh, they are a family people. Now, what you what you enjoy is not necessarily what I enjoy. Now, I carry a burden. Are you together with me? Not just a spirit, a what? A burden. Now, of course, the spirit that I carry has power. The power does stuff. Are you together with me? But there is a burden. Now, that burden is the covenant between me and God. In the sense that that burden is what God has put on me that he has told me to help him execute. Not just in words, but in impartation. Now, not everybody carries that burden. Are you together with me? Now, it takes a level of intense following to carry what? The burden. Now, let me explain. Now, when Elijah, the spirit upon Elijah has a burden, there is a body, there is a divine desire in God's mind. Now, Elijah had a school of prophets, but out of all those prophets he had, only Elisha carried that body. Are you together with me? Are we preaching? Yeah. Ah, may God give us understanding. I will say everything I've, I feel to say. I won't check whether of where you are, or what I will just speak. Now, Elijah, Eli, the others knew that Elijah was being taken. But friends, it was not that, it was not that they didn't understand the, the import of Elijah being taken. In fact, they were telling Elijah, have you picked it? Have you picked it? You don't pick him. He said, I'll never pick anything. They carry the guy, you never pick him. He never pick him. Who will they pick? Now. <laughs> now, they were operating the gift, but they didn't operate the burden. You see, sometimes we are asking God, God, give me more, give me more. What you are asking for is the gift, not the burden. That the gift sometimes excites. Listen, when Eli, when Eli, when most when John carried that spirit of Elijah, it costed him his head. That the Herodias knew the importance of that spirit. It took if it's just word of knowledge, he wouldn't need his head. See the hatred of Jezebel. See the hatred of Jezebel towards Elijah. See the hatred of Herodias towards, towards John. They told a young girl, you have opportunity to take half of the kingdom. The mother says, Elijah's head is more valuable. They cut off the guy's head. Now that same Elijah is, that same John is Elijah in the old covenant. And they said, your master is taking today. Your master is going today. They don't even know the, the reason why the master... The master was taken because Jezebel had finished him. 
I don't know your former Bible teachers. Jezebel had finished him. That was not the will of God for him. Yeah. That was not the will of God for him. Listen, by the time Jezebel released the spirit of fear and intimidation around Elijah, Elijah lost complete motivation for ministry. He was dead. You don't understand what we're talking about. Now, this is somebody who just killed hundreds of prophets of Baal. And Jezebel told him that you are dead. And this man began to run and run and run. And encounters with angels. They gave him angel food. The guy still said, I'm dead. It was a serious spiritual attack. He kept on. God could not get Elijah back. Elijah began to say, God, it's only me. God, God said, okay. Time up. I know if you have this guy again. I know if you have this guy again. And there he went into a cave, spent the night in that place, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, what are you doing, Elijah? Eh? That's God's question. God asked him, what are you doing? You know, that cannot be a good question. Kill would say me bye. What are you doing here? You know, that's a, that's a terrible question God should ask you. What are you doing here? It means that you are far. What are you doing here, Elijah? All right, what did Elijah say? So he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts. <laughs> for the child of Israel, forsaken your covenant, turn down your altars, kill your prophet with the sword. I, I know I'm left and they seek to take my life. <laughs> They seek to take my life. You must learn how to overcome it. You don't know. 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 When you just when it when 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 that spirit comes, it takes away hope. You just see impossibility. And they seek to take my life. And they said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountains, broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. The Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle. And went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts because of children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, killed your prophet with this word. I am left alone and they seek to take my life. The Lord said to him, go, return on your way to the buildings of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Azael as king of Assyria. Also, anoint Jehu, the son of Nishmi, as king over Israel, and Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meholah. You shall anoint as prophet in your place. So it was, it was not like Elisha had a special ministry. It was, just to, it was just to stay in. That's why there is no spirit of Elisha. Because it's not a different thing. There's no spirit of Elisha. Go and take two scripture. There's no spirit of Elisha. It's Elijah. It's the same 
the same um, purpose, the same grace. Just said, you, let's just change the body. This body, this body is tired. This soul is tired. Let's use another body. The same engine. Anoint, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. Now you now see what angered God. It, it shall be that whoever escapes the sword of Azael, Jehu will kill. Whoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will kill. Yet, I have, God was not responding to him. Forget that nonsense that you said, that you are the only one. It's not true. I have reserved 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal, and every mount that has not kissed him. Praise God. So he departed there and found Elijah, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the 12. Then Elijah passed by him and threw, and threw his mantle on him. <laughs> and he left the oxen and ran, and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my mother and my father and I will follow you. He said to him, Go back again. For oh, what have I done to you? <laughs> Go back again. Are you together with me? Now you can see that there's a level that did not follow me up. That's where you have nothing to do. They did not check on me. They did not greet me. Those are for waste material. Those are for people who have nothing to do. By the time you hear the voice of the Lord, you don't need to follow up. Are you together with me? When that thing holds you, you don't need to follow up. Hey! You don't need to follow up when that thing holds you. Say, go away. They don't need to do teaching or beg you or why. No, it is. Go away. And then Elijah, Elijah now went and slew all his, all his, let's read, let's read. Elijah turned back from him and took a, a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and bought the fish using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elijah and then became his servant. Now, the others were prophets. That's why one of the are we are you listening to me here? L- listen, listen. I have to preach these things. One of the qualifications of Elisha was the one who poured water in the hands of Elijah. Are you together with me? Now, even when they were going to be taken, the test of it is that if you see and check all the process of being taken, Elijah looked for how to get him to turn back. But Elisha said no. Now, that is the intensity we are talking about. That was the intensity we are seeing in Acts chapter 1. He that followed us all the time. Now, not he that thought he was doing us a privilege. Now, why is the church weak now? The people coming are just attending the services. That's not an apostolic setting. They are attending the service and they think they are doing the house a privilege. It's not attending service, it's just attend service. You do 20 minutes, you go. But we'll never see power that way. There has to be intensity. Tell you, are you getting it? Has, the heart must be listening. <laughs> not this one, you did it. You did it. I'm not going to that church again. It's the distance is a bit far. I like that man. Just go, hello, what's up? Oh, nice. Hey, go back. It's not like that, too. That way, nothing will come on your head. Nothing. Well, most likely there's even nothing in the atmosphere. 
I'm telling you the truth. Now, we need to preach like this now because a new generation has risen. As, as, as. Now, I'm talking to that new generation. As not, it's no more a prophecy. There is now a new, a new breed. A new breed of lions are hitting the streets. Ooh, Kaba. One of the things you will notice about them is that they, don't, they are unapologetic about the things they believe. That's, that's, that's a major sign. Unapologetic. They are already here. And so we need to speak to them, right? Yeah. I said, right? Yeah. We need to speak to that generation because that generation is here now. Yeah. Unapologetic. They are not looking for money. They are living for Jesus. Let's go back to Acts chapter 1. Then we'll go to Numbers. So, in those days, Peter, Peter stood. Are you together with me? So, whenever there is a move of God, a move of the Spirit, the core of it, many times, will always rest upon a man. I know that, I know that um, we have been taught to think noble. We like to think noble. You get the point now. Our generation likes to think very noble, you know. Now, you know, all of us are the same thing. We're all brothers. We're all one. You know, there is no, there is no disparity. We're all on the same level. Is 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 not in the Bible. Are we together here? It's not what. It's not in the Bible. We are, there is no way in the Bible, and it's not in any church history where we have been one. We are, we are not one. There's disparity. Are you together with me? There's what? There's disparity. We are not one. <laughs> are we together here? Can you tell, can you tell yourself, we are, not, we are not one. We are not one. There's disparity. There's disparity. We are not one. There's disparity. We are not on the same level. We are not the same thing. Now, I will show you the danger of it. It's in scripture. We are not one. It sounds, it sounds very noble. No. The, you know, we just got it. We just want a church where we're all brethren. You know, let's see. <laughs> we're not all one. There's disparity. Even at home, we are no one. You understand that? There's disparity. Am I correct? Yes, there's disparity. In the, in the church of God, there's disparity. Yes, huh? yes, disparity. In the book of Acts, the Bible says no one dare join themselves to the apostles. Like, they just give them, leave them. There's disparity. And it's important because in those days, the Bible says Peter stood. In those days, what? Peter stood. When, when Paul got saved, he went to meet the, the pillars in Jerusalem. There's disparity. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will pick one and then put a dispensation on one. That's why when you want to, when you want to count revivals, you count and talk about the move of the Spirit. What you will mention is people. You will mention the days of this person's revival. The days of that person's revival. It's all, it will always be like that. Even now that God is doing a new thing where everybody, you know, we say everybody will have power, everybody. Yes. But there will be one. Yes, huh? yes, I said there will be one. Yes, now, it's not because he is better. It's only that he's chosen. Yes, when God wanted to introduce faith to the earth, he picked one, Abraham. Now, it's not that other people before him or after him did not have faith. But God chose him as the icon of faith. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. God picked Elijah. Yes, 
God picked Moses. Huh? In recent times, God picked Kenneth again. Are we together here? God picked Kenneth again. Now, it's not like he said what nobody have said. But he became the depot. He became, he became that point. That point. And everybody, sit down by sister. Eh, sorry, my wife. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Are we together? <laughs> everybody around the world went there to collect. Everybody. It's a depot. It's a depot. You will go there. From Africa, we went. We went from Africa. You will be shocked that we are not even sure if that man, in fact, we, he never stepped his feet in Nigeria. But all the churches are fit. You see, whenever I say a church, something fit, something fit, is from that place. It's a Bible fit church. Something, something fit church. Those old churches, is from there. It became very important to add faith to your church for it to be relevant in that day. Yeah. Living faith yeah. is from there. It's a faith something. By word, Bible faith, faith expression, faith this thing is from there. <laughs> and what you know about your spirit is saved. My spirit is saved. My soul is being saved. My body is there. It's, it's from him. That was you might not know him, but the people who know him met the people who you know who know the people that yeah. it's like that. <laughs> it will always pick one, yeah. and that man will represent a dispensation of truth. It will it will represent it will carry a spirit, it will carry a burden. Are we still here, friends? So in those days, the thing was on Peter. When you talk about the strength, Paul, Paul put it this way. He said, God called me as an apostle to the Gentiles. Just the same, the same way God is at work mightily in Peter to the, to the Jews. Now, Peter is not the only apostle, but he was the one set apart. The others two apostles were powerful. All of them were doing pastoral work. But when you talk about carrying that, that, that dispensation of God was with him. And that's why you will see Jesus treated him differently. Led him differently. Gave him some levels of access yes. that others did not have because of what he was meant to carry. Are we together here? Yes, sir. In those days, Peter stood. In those days, Peter stood. Are you excited about this? Yes, sir. That God will never leave us without a witness. Yes. Now, this, this position, you don't pray for it. Yes, God has ordained it before the foundations of the earth. You, can, you, you don't pray for it. No, 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 you don't pray for it. Now, you must be wise enough to know who is standing in your days. You must be wise enough. Who is standing in your days? Who is standing in your city? Who is standing in your life? You must be wise. Okay, this is the man who is standing. Let me get it. Now, you have to be intense. You have to be intense. Now, anybody who teaches you otherwise, ask them, which revival have you been part of? Which revival have you led? And what spirit of revival is at work in you? Anybody who preaches something different from what I'm saying here, there's emptiness in their soul. All who, I know what I'm talking about. You have to be empty. You see, you have to be empty. To, you, have to, you, you have to create a reasonable idea to validate your emptiness. But we are going to see the fruit that you are empty. 
Nothing moves around you. Listen, when something moves around a man, it's because there is a calling upon the man. Yeah, it's a calling. It's a calling. It's not, it's not because he's, it's not because, you know, somebody looked at me one day and said that, you know, the reason why things are happening with you is because you, you are more of a quick starter. Yeah, no, now, 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 now not, behind, not behind me, in front of me, the person looked at me. I said, I should have started what you are doing. He said, but I'm not a quick starter like you. Wow. I'm telling you, not behind, I'm talking of faith to faith. He said, I'm not a quick starter like you. He said, so when I saw that you started, I just said, let me come down for you. He said, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's, not, it's not quick starting. It's not jump starting. It's the ordination of God. Now, it's not because you are better, it's because you are chosen. And you are not chosen for yourself, you are chosen for the people. There, there must be a major port we are going to serve everything from. There must, there must be one port where we are serving it. It's not about the port. It's about the plates. The, it's the plates. Not the port. But at least, let's get a port we can serve it from. Are you still here? Are my friends still here? So in those days, it was Peter that stood. There were days it was Benson that also that stood. Those days, the Aosa will visit you, do visit you without you inviting him to your conference or to your crusade. He will just enter the crusade. Yes, he will enter the crusade. He will pick the mic. He will preach, and after the crusade, they will start a church for you. Yeah, he will start a church. You say I don't have a colleague. That's your business. He said the church has the church has started here. <laughs> That's how he started many of those churches, yes. So the church has started. He will come, he goes, to, when he hears God is moving, using anybody that can be of anything, he will go there, strengthen the person, raise money, do everything. He can travel with the person, he can raise the person around and announce the person anytime, anywhere and bless you and start something for you. He was not a pastor of a ministry. He was a pastor, he was a leader for the body. It was upon him. And it was in those days the church began to prosper. Uh, Are we here, friends? In those days, one pastor was telling me, he said, what happened in Owo where they went to kill in the church? He said, if Idaosa was alive, the next day, Idaosa is definitely in Asurok. He said he's definitely in Asurok with the president and he's granting a press interview and he's giving ultimatum for where those people will be arrested. He says that's definite. Yeah. Now, it was for us. God put it upon him for us. Are we together, friends? Now, let's go back to Numbers 11 and let's begin to check if we can tie this teaching together. So, in the last said to Moses, gather to me 70 elders. So here we see the prophet Moses who carries the spirit and the burden. Are you together with me? Then when Moses, the ministry of Moses, one of the things it will first do is that it will raise a prophetic company. Yeah. A prophetic company. Now a prophetic company are those who will stay close enough 
to, to have what the prophet has carried. Because the prophet cannot do it alone. Why? Because he's limited in body. That's why every true apostolic house must eventually be a sending house. Eh? And then there, there ought to be a, 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 a replication of whatever is happening in the main house. Are we together here? Am I preaching? Yes, so the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that they may stand there with you. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take off the spirit that is upon you and I will put the same spirit upon them and they shall bear the burden of the Lord with you. Are you with me? That you may not bear it yourself alone. All right? Then you shall say to the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow and you shall eat meat for you have wept in the hearing of the Lord saying, who will give us meat to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore, the Lord will give you meat and you shall eat. Right? You shall eat not one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor ten days, nor twenty days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and becomes no son to you because you have despised the Lord who is among you and have wept before him saying, why did, you, why did we ever come out of Egypt? And Moses said, the people who, I'm, who I am, the people whom I am among are 600,000 men on foot. Yet you have said I will give them meat, that they may eat for a whole month. Shall flocks and heads be slaughtered for them to provide enough for them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them to provide enough for them? And the Lord said to Moses, as the Lord's arm been shortened, now you shall see whether what I say will happen to you or not. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord and gathered. Now, you see, the question, I was preaching here. Yes, sir. God is beautiful. Yes. Now listen to me, friends. This is a very important lesson. The question here, friends, was the people were agitating for meat. Please don't miss me. And God didn't like that. And the solution that God first rendered was to transfer Moses' spirit. What's the connection between meat and spirit? The connection is that the reason why these guys are asking for meat and why they are saying we need to go back to Egypt is because these guys are not even in touch with the body. If they, if they were carrying the spirit and the body, the issue of meat will not even be an issue. So sometimes you can see people's backsliding states by their prayer points. That not all prayer movements is prayerfulness. By the content, by the content of a prayer, you can understand what is in the heart of the people. And so the solution, the first solution God did was that the solution is that um, we need to now create a structure where it's not only Moses that carries this thing. Because we found that Moses is not as burdened, as worried as the people. How come the people are always the ones asking crazy things, not Moses? Because Moses carried a different spirit. 
And Moses had a different passion, a different desire. Then God says, we need to set up this apostolic house. Let's set up elders who can carry the spirit and the burden the way Moses carries it. Now, that will settle two things. We'll get structure, order. We'll get the spirit multiplied. And Moses can do more. But again, even this bread, this meat they want, miraculously, we're going to get it done. So what's the lesson? Friends, listen to me. This is the lesson. That whatever people think is a, is a need, whatever people, people are chasing, if we focus on the spirit of the Lord and the burdens of the Lord, God is going to oversupply it. You see, but the difference with us is that we're not going to, we're not going to choke on it. Are you together with me? Now listen, so Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord and he gathered the 70 men of, of the elders of the people and placed them around the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and he took of the spirit that was upon him and placed it, placed the same spirit upon the 70 elders and it happened when the spirit rested upon them that the prophesied, although they never did so again. But two men had remained in the camp. The name one was Eldad and the name of the older Medad and the spirit rested upon them. Now, they were among those who, they were among those listed but who had not gone out to the tabernacle yet prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. So Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, one of his choice men answered and said, Moses, my Lord, forbid them. Now, now, now don't forget. Are you together with me? Yes, don't forget that Moses was to pour the They were meant to carry the spirit and the burden. You see, but when Moses blessed them, he blessed them with the spirit. You see, because sometimes the burden takes a while. Are we preaching here? It takes some level of continuity to catch the burden. Yeah. It takes a while. The burden takes a while. You see, but they carry the spirit. You see, but Moses did not just carry the spirit, he carried the burden. Now look at this. Read the next verse. Now Moses said to him, are you, are you zealous? No, put, give me KJV. Moses said to him, are envious thou for my sake? Would God that all the Lord's people were prophets? That's the burden of God. If the people were prophets, they won't be messing up. The reason why Moses didn't mess up is that he's a prophet. He's engaging the voice of the Lord. But the people are not prophets. So God doesn't just want Moses. He doesn't just want the 70. He wants everybody. Now, Moses had poured it on the 70. When somebody in the camp was prophesying, one of the 70, one of Moses' guys, still did not get the point. Was it, why are people prophesying? Because there's this stuff that we like sometimes. Are you together with me? We like to be the ones that have it. Everybody good. You see, it happened with the 12 also. Happened with Moses' guys too. The 12 too saw some people doing stuff. He said, oh, Jesus! No, no. <laughs> I have all those pedal. No, just the few. Jesus gave 
the response, if they are not against us, they are for us. Moses' response is, God wishes that everybody were prophets. Guess what? Paul the Apostle too said that, how we wish that everyone could prophesy. Isn't this beautiful? Isn't this beautiful? So God, God is intending to raise a people that operate in the same frequency. We have the prophets, we have the 70, we have the crowd, but all of us carry a prophetic spirit. We are all in alignment. We all know the word of the Lord. Imagine a church in Nigeria where we all know the word of the Lord. We all know what's from God and what's not from God. We all know the direction to go. A church led by the spirit of the Lord. Wow. Every, the newborn baby can feel the spirit. The new child can feel the spirit. He, he can move towards the direction God is. Thank God for prophets like Moses who are not trying to be something that everybody cannot be. Moses, are you, do you, are you, are you envious for me? You are envious for my sake. Would, will God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord will put his spirit upon everybody. Let's see. And Moses got him into the camp. He and the elders of Israel. And there went forth a wind from the Lord. Oh my goodness. And brought quails from the sea. And listen, friends, we are going to have, let me tell you how it's going to, let me tell you what is going to happen. We are going to have winds blow us quails. But we are not going to ask for, for meat in a rebellious way. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. We, are not, we are not going to ask for meat on shore. Yeah. We will be concerned about the spirit and the body. Yes. Sit down, brother. It will be about the spirit and the body. Are you together with me? Yeah. Friends, it will not be about the fame. It will not be about the popularity. It will just be about your will, oh God. Yeah. I said it will be about your will, oh God. Yeah. I said it will be about your will, oh God. Yeah. You will, not, we will be about your will, oh God. We will not try to be the next person happening, the next prophet, the next musician, the next worship leader that is reigning. No, 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 no. It will be about your will, oh God. Somebody shout your will, oh God. But his will. Just the will of God will, will just be, the, will be the, the blood that flows in our veins. Just the will. Jerry, just the will, just Jesus glorified. Huh? Are you together with me? If that will requires you not being popular, oh God, we don't need that popularity. We will not come to the house and say, God, make us popular. God, make us great. No, 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 no. We are going to say, God, execute your will, execute your agenda, execute your judgment through us. Are you together with me? That will be the passion. That will be the desire. That will be the bargain. It will not be vain glory. It will be Jesus reign. Jesus be glorified. Jesus be seen. Jesus be heard. It will be Jesus. And we will give our everything for it. Everything we have. We will not say, we will, we will not wish that, oh God, when we were in Egypt, never. We will, we will, not, we will, we will not desire the days of our, of our days in hell. Oh my goodness, this faith will not be boring to you. 
You will not wish you were back in the club. You will not wish you were back in sin. You will be grateful for salvation. You will be grateful for redemption. And you will say, Jesus be glorified. Friends, when we are this kind of people, God will send the wind. And the wind will blow us quails. The wind will blow us quails. Oh my goodness, can I tell you how this thing is going? We are going to have quails of wealth and prosperity. Millions and billions. Listen, you can take these words to the bank. That's what is going to happen. I'm telling you, the wind of God is going to blow. We are going to have millions and billions. You are going to sit on the seats of, you are going to sit on thrones as kings. Your names is going to be in the clouds. Some of you are going to be global phenomenons. Are you together with me? That is what is going to be. That is the destiny of this house. This is exactly what is going to be. You are going to sit on boards of global corporations. You are going to be missionaries to the to the hands of the earth. You are going to be movers and shakers. That is your destiny. But even when God does that, it will still be Jesus be glorified. Even when God does that, it will be Jesus be glorified. It's not going to define you. It's not going to be your identity. It's through Jesus glorified. You will be great on the earth, but you will be a child in the kingdom. Great on the earth, but you will remain a child in the kingdom. Oh, I see young eagles rising. I see God releasing eagles, young eagles. They are rising and they are flying. They are taking flight. They are taking flight, taking seats and taking thrones. I see men laying hold of scepters. I see eagles ruling in the air, ruling in the clouds. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Who are these young eagles? I see and I petition. And I ask, who are these young eagles? And I hear a response from the heavens. And the Lord says, they are my sons and they are my daughters. They are the ones I have incubated. I've incubated them in the house of revival. And the time is come, yea, the set time. And I release them in power and I glory. They look young, but my spirit is upon them. 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 My power is upon them. My identity is upon them. I put my name in them. I have written my name upon their heart. They are for signs and they are for wonders. I will put them in the clouds. I will put them on the hill. I will place them on the mountain top. I will release them as arrows. They shall shine my light. Oh, my guru do shalaba. They shall lead the people back to me. These ones are constellations. They are going to be constellations in the clouds. And they shall lead the people to the Savior.
Can you be on your feet?
We are moved by the spirit of glory. We are moved by the spirit of the Lord. It's a new season. It's a new day. We are his people. The people of God. We are moved by the spirit of the we are moved by the spirit of the Lord it's a new day it's a new season we are his people the people of God We are moved by the spirit of glory. Yes. We are moved by the spirit of the Lord. It's a new day. Yeah. It's a new season. We are his people. The people of God. We are moved by the spirit of glory. We are moved by the spirit of the Lord. It's a new day. It's a new season. We are his people, the people of God. We are moved by the spirit of glory. We are moved by the spirit of God. It's a new season. It's a new season. We are his people. We are his people. The people of God. We are moved. We are moved. By the spirit of glory. We are moved. We are moved. By the spirit of the Lord, it's a new day, it's a new season. We are His people, the people of God. One more time, can you show we are moved? Come on. We are moved by the Spirit of the Lord. By the Spirit of the Lord. It's a new day. It's a new season. We are His people. The people of 
For the last time we are moved. Come on. By the spirit of glory. By the spirit of the Lord. Jesus. Lord, we are so grateful. Thank you for touching us. Thank you for imparting us. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your glory in our midst, Lord. Lord, we ask that the good work you've started in us You'll complete because you don't start what you don't intend to finish. We yield ourselves to you to do the work in us that only you can do. Not flesh, not man, but you, Lord. We open up our hearts to you and we receive everything that you have for us according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah.